Hi, this is Jack Mangan of the Deadpan Podcast, and you're listening to the Literally Strange Podcast. No. This is Jack Mangan, and Tabs is literally a strange podcaster. No, no, wait, wait. Hi, this is Chuetel Eogeophore, and you're watching Serenity 2, The Quickening. What? No, 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 no. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> Hi, this is Jack Mangan, and you're listening to the Strangely Literal Podcast. Dislike that Anya. She's newly human and strangely literal. What? I don't say that. No one says that. No one talks that way. Strangely Literal, the podcast. You haven't seen my drawer at inappropriate starches. Here's the part where you make a choice. Deborah Book was just telling us funny stories about his life at the monastery. <laughs> this goes beyond anything I've ever done. It's a total loss of control. And not in a nice, wholesome, my girlfriend has a pierced tongue kind of way. I think you've already figured out I'm not the poster boy for normal. I've given some thought to moving off the edge. Not an ideal location. What a crazy random happenstance. everyone and welcome back to Strangely Literal. I'm Tabs bringing you another exciting fanfic from the Whedonverse. As always, if you have a story that you'd like me to read or someone else to read on Strangely Literal, send me an email supcomtabz at gmail.com. Again, supcomtabz with a z at gmail.com. Today we're continuing the very secret diaries on the hellmouth series with one from Faith, and it's read by the lovely Erin Moore, who played Faith in Buffy Between the Lines Season 2, and I really hope you enjoy. I've been sitting on this one for a while, um, mostly because I think we're almost done with all of the very secret diaries on the Hellmouth series. We've done The Mare, and Giles, and Buffy, and Oz, and I just love this series so much, I wish there was more. Um, so, without further ado, take it away, Erin. Time for some thrilling heroics. Here's how it is. You'll get killed, I'm telling. Okay, that's new. Faith. Everything I need to know I learned from daytime TV. Day one. Found out I've got superpowers today. Pretty sweet. Uptight British lady wants me to use my powers for good, or whatever. Day two. Uptight British lady could use some sex or drugs or something. Needs to relax. Also, I kick ass. Day three. Apparently there's more to this Slayer stuff than meets the eye. Like there's another one out there in California enjoying the sun, tanning while I'm stuck here hugging Baptist preachers in the heat. Getting arrested was fun, though. Until Watcher bailed me out, we'll miss Bubba. Day four. Met vampire with a funny accent, Midwest or something. Was so distracted trying to place the accent that the vampire got away. Watcher says I need to work on my concentration skills. Sounded serious. Maybe he was from Ohio or Louisiana? Day five. I'm surprisingly good at wrestling alligators. Watcher missed that, of course. Was probably off drinking tea or something. Bitch. Day six. 
Met another vamp who talks funny. Doesn't have alligators, but does look like kind of a goat. Didn't appreciate my saying so. Hey, wonder where Watcher is. Day 7. Um, so Watcher's kind of dead. Um, I'm headed to Sunnydale, California. Mom won't care if I'm gone or really noticed. Must have gotten concentration issues from her. And I hear the West Coast is great this time of year. Always wanted to travel. Vacation or something. Day 8. Hitchhiking from Boston to SoCal. So dangerous. Should try it more often. Day 9. Drunk trucker. Not my favorite driver that had to be High Steve or maybe Large Marge, but got me from to Sunny D. It's smaller than I imagined, and the other Slayer reminds me a little of Watcher. Uptightness seems to run in the biz. Have to see what I can do to change that. Day 10. So Goat Dude followed me all the way across the country. Must have been really pissed about the goat thing. And his face? Other Slayer helped me kill him, though. She's still uptight, but she's all right. Day 11. Shot a werewolf today. Way more fun than watching him sleep. Or the exact same thing. Whatever. Do enjoy the nudity with my morning, though. Day 12. Buffy single. Sorta. And I'm going to homecoming with her. Sorta. Scooby's got Buffy and Cordelia to ride in the limo together. Without me. And I heard they got to kill things, too. Totally not five by five. Day 13. Her parents went toddler on everyone last night. Suppose it's cool I didn't have anyone to babysit. I wonder if adolescent Giles was kind of hot. Wouldn't mind alligator wrestling him. Day 14. As if one uptight British lady wasn't enough. At least this one doesn't bitch about my concentration skills, since I'm so spotting and all that. Damn, what is it with these watchers? They should come with friggin' expiration dates. Day 15. So Buffy really is dating again. And of all people, she has to pick back from the dead vamp, who already tried to kill everyone she knew. And she's dating! Day 16. Buffy's still jonesing from back for the dead vampire, and now he's back from the dead and insane vamp. I bought her presents and everything, but she ran off with Mr. Tall, Dark, and Handsome. What is she seeing him anyway? Knew I should have gone to Bubba's big party. He did come all the way out from Sunny D. Parole be damned to see me. Day 17. Haven't seen Buffy in a few days. That's okay, though. I have a sort of working TV to keep me company. Can't get what's my line, but daytime TV seems to be coming in okay. Not that I watch daytime TV. Mm, seems lame. Was wrong. Have discovered a show called Passions. Totally five by five. Day 18. World was ending, but I saved it. 
and got laid. Not in that order. Pretty good night. Day 19. Buffy and I have different definitions of friends. Might be why she's still with Angel. Clearly, she does not watch Passions. Day 20. New Watcher is lame. So lame. Sort of hope he expires. Day 21. Buffy's undead lover trying to start something with me. Told me about how he knew I was suffering, but I wasn't the only one with problems, and then rambled on about some soul business and his Buffy and his M.O. Think he watches Passions? Angel's emotional rambling started to get good when New Watcher and company busted the party. So not cool, but I did get to punch him in the face. Day 22. Buffy and I have different views over the whole expiration issue. In general, don't think I want to bat for the good team anymore. Plus, bad girls are sexier, right? The mayor thinks so anyway. Day 23. Mayor sent me on first recon mission. Found some important top secret documents in Angel's mansion. Started reading. Very intrigued. Think is mysterious M.O. He woke up just as I was getting to the good part. Delilah was about to find out who she'd been sleeping with all along. Now we'll never know what happens next, or whether or not Delilah was actually a woman. Damn! In other news, found out that Willow can hack into the mayor's files. Mayor wants me to kill Willow. And he bought me a PlayStation. Didn't tell him about Delilah, though. Day 24. Have thought up a genius plan. If I can only get Angel alone and all of myself, I can make Buffy jealous and hear what happens to Delilah. Now all I have to do is find a way to seduce him. Went to Angel all broody and sad, but he just went on and on about how his problems are not like mine. He's probably right. Roger's block is for wusses. Day 25. Angel doesn't like my ideas for Delilah. Even after I demonstrated, damn it. I don't do that for everyone. He keeps insisting I'm not right for the part. I think he's got someone else already. Bitch. Day 26. Mayor's working on something. Ascension-y? About a box or something? Don't know. Important thing is, I have Twizzlers. Passions is on, and I have Twizzlers. Oh! And new boots. Day 27. Tried this miniature golf thing the mayor's going on about. Thought it was boring at first, but forces of good or evil clearly conspiring against me. Mayor is slightly less enthusiastic about my new hobby after putting a golf ball through the wall for the sixth time. <laughs> Maybe I'll just go back to passions. Day 28. I got a present from the mayor. It's shiny and lethal. Caught Buffy's little rhymes with bitch checking out the library. Tried to kill her, but she shouted something about empowerment and unrequited love and me and Buffy by the time I listened to the rant. What is it with these people? And gotten out my present, Mayor came in to stop me. <sighs> Bad timing on his part. It would have been fun. Day 29. 
caught Angel discussing Delilah sexing with Buffy. How dare he! That was my idea! I'll show him, and B too. Plan in place. Angel's poisoned, wicked poison. I'm all set for B's dramatic on-again-off-again lover confrontation. Day 30. Buffy's less receptive than I hoped. I even offered her Twizzlers and handcuffs. She's wearing RBFF pleather pants, though, so the drama was definitely there. Mayor not pleased with my extracurricular activities, so passions is... Something, something, long words stopped. Day 31. Time to blow this joint. Off to L.A. to find my way on passions. We'll make Angel regret turning me down. Second best actor, my ass. He won't be laughing when I tell James E. Riley everything about him and his little M.O. All of the characters and universes referenced here are the intellectual copyrighted material of Joss Whedon, the Fox Network, Universal Pictures, and others. This podcast and the stories contained herein are purely for entertainment purposes and no money or Second Life money was made off of this. All stories are by individuals and used with permission from the author. Strangely Literal was created in Chicago and is now produced in Los Angeles and has no connection or affiliation with Joss Whedon. For more information about this show, please check out our website at strangelyliteral.com. The podcast you're listening to is a part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. Grr. Gah. Yay, me.